Hey, before we get started, I've talked about this man multiple times, and it might seem like I have an axe to grind against him, but I don't. He's just an example that is brought to us from the twisted evil media that celebrates the, uh, the destruction of God's order. So, now that I've said that, it's on Dr. Rachel Levine, the man who believes he's a woman. Okay? And so he was just sworn in as the first um, female four-star general or whatever. All right, so we're going to listen to this audio. There's a video, but obviously it's going to be, you can only hear it. And uh, it's going to be his swearing. All right. Good morning. Welcome to the ceremonial swearing-in of our new four-star admiral of the United States Public Health Service Commission Corps, Dr. Rachel Levine. I'm Andrea Palm. I'm the Deputy Secretary here at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The path towards equality... So they're all wearing a mask. But today we are taking a historic step forward with the appointment of Admiral Levine as the first openly transgender four-star officer across the uniformed services. I am proud to serve at HHS as history is being made and to support a more diverse future. Yeah, a more diverse future. Uh, history has been made. More diverse future. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. And how does this go with scripture? So, uh, diverse that word is really anti-scripture because we're all the same under Christ. We're all sinners under Christ. Um, we all need Christ. That goes completely against scripture. That was, that's literally everything that the New Testament basically teaches, especially Paul. That there really is no differentiation between us, regardless of race or gender or whatever. That we all need Christ. So, it's like, and this is what I have a hard problem with on the left. And I'm going to make a uh, one against the right here soon, okay? Because someone can just stumble onto my podcast and, yes, I, I do lean right but it's uh but it's it's I'm not right. Okay? I'm a Christian. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tear them up too, don't worry. That's coming. <laughs> Sorry about that. You record on your phone and you get bells and whistles that go off, so if you hear them during my podcast, just try to ignore But here she is wanting to celebrate. And here's an actual biological woman. Talk about tucking your tail and running. And being a beta. Where you got this man dressed up as a woman who has mental issues who needs help. He needs Christ. He needs help. He needs doctors. And everyone's just playing along. Let's continue. And they're in masks, of course. I'm not pro or against masks. I'm just telling you. I will administer the Public Health Service Corps oath, and Vice Admiral Vivek Murthy, U.S. Surgeon General, will serve as a witness. 
Vice Admiral Murthy, would you like to say a few words about the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps? We are extremely proud to have Dr. Levine join the 6,000 officers of the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps who serve on the front lines of our nation's fight against disease and poor. So he's getting all this publicity because he's a man dressed up as a woman. It's not anything he's done. And that also goes against scripture. Because there's nothing you can do. Like, what would be the greatest thing that Rachel could do? What would be the greatest thing me and you could do? How about get saved? How about accept Christ in your heart? What greater decision is there in life than that? Matter of fact, it's so great that all the angels in heaven sing every time at the foot of Yahweh. They sing at heaven every time someone becomes saved. You even get a guardian angel that follows you. You're appointed an angel once you become saved and repent. Forgive me. Saved and repent. Okay, so, but this person, this man who's dressing up as a woman is getting paraded around and put in your face because he believes he's a woman and he's dressed up as a woman. He's got his hair in a bun. Um, let me look at him again. They are dedicated to let me fast forward a couple. He's got his hair in his bun. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. And of course, I, he's not swearing on a Bible. I, Rachel L. Levine, having been appointed an officer in the Commission Corps of the U. All right, so he's about to swear in. So he's got his hair in his bun, got a mask on. He's got on like old woman shoes, like how my grandmother wears. It looks like maybe nylons and like a dress. But now he's swearing in. Listen. U.S. Public Health Service, having been appointed an officer in the commissioned corps of the U.S. Public Health Service, in the grade of admiral, in the grade of admiral, do solemnly reaffirm, do solemnly reaffirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I take this obligation freely. That I take this obligation freely. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. And that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office upon which I am about to enter. That I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office upon which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. Welcome at. So help me God. What God is she swearing to? He, she, I'm calling her, he, he, her, I'm calling him a him. What God does he swear to? That's a question you need to ask yourself. Let's continue. Admiral Levine, would you like to say a few words? Yes, please. Now he's taking off his mask. He's got on light makeup, like a old woman librarian glasses. Okay. There we go. Thank you very much. 
Maybe it looks like light lipstick, like a pink shade. For entrusting me with this role. I would also like to thank my family and friends for their unwavering support as we take this momentous step together. The opportunity to serve as the head of the United The momentous step. He's talking about being appointed into this high position into our military as a man dressed up as a woman. United States Public Health Service Commissioned Corps as a four-star officer is an extraordinary honor and a profound responsibility. I am truly honored to join the ranks of men and women across this great nation who have committed to defend the United States against small and large threats, known and unknown. And I promise to uphold that trust to the fullest extent of my abilities. I am proud to follow in my father's footsteps and two of my uncle's footsteps in serving this great nation. My father, Melvin Levine, often spoke about his service in the Air Force during World War II. You feel safe yet? You feel safe? Now, what I'm about to say here is going to kind of bleed into my, um, my uh, anti-right <clears throat> podcast that's going to come out eventually. I'll probably lose some subscribers over it, but I don't care. Um, how is America a Christian nation? How? I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the country. How is it a Christian nation? I want you to really think about that. Because they put a cross with an American flag and an eagle soaring over it. I'm going to talk about that later. That pisses me off. Because there's no greater title than being a Christian. That is your family. As you went over, my, if you listen to my last podcast on Peter, I mean, if you don't like what I'm saying, well, take it up with Scripture. That's Holy in Spirit. That's Holy Spirit inspired word. The Holy Spirit is God. You got a problem, take it up with God. But how is, how is America, back to this, how is America a Christian nation? Well, one of the biggest cities in the, in, the, in the world, our biggest city, New York, turns the entire, the largest buildings red whenever their new abortion law came out and it points up at the sky. Or our military has men dressed up as women and having them promoted to be of, of, uh, over other men and women who come from poor parts of the world like Harlem and Iowa and Alabama and Texas and Compton. All these poor boys and girls, they're going to be the ones that's going to be told to put their toe on the line and go fight though, right? But the, but the men and women who are in charge and telling these poor boys and girls 
You got one of them dressed up as a, as a woman. What moral and ethical standard does Rachel, that's my wife's name, he doesn't get that name. That's a woman's name. My wife has bore two beautiful children. She's a woman. What, what, what moral and ethical standard does Mr. Levine get? Well, where does he get it from? When he's making decisions where to send those poor boys and girls from across the United States of every race and gender that are trying to improve their lives. Where does he get these, these standards from? You think it's from scripture? A young man from a small town in Massachusetts stepping up to answer the call to serve in Africa and in Italy as a Jewish American during World War II. Jewish American. My mother's brother, Bernard Cohen, served in the army during World War II and was stationed in France after D-Day. My father's brother, Robert Levine, served as a member of the National Guard assigned to Massachusetts and still resides there. Just as they stepped up to defend our rights to freedom and liberty, I now follow in their storied tradition of service as I step up to defend the health of our nation, especially now as we face the biggest public health crisis our country and the world has faced in modern times. No, this isn't an episode of South Park, okay? This isn't a Saturday Night Live skit. You have a man dressed up as a woman who needs Christ and needs mental help. He needs help. He really needs help. It was called gender dysphoria up till a few years ago. But I guess all of a sudden science changed. Funny how that is. But he needs help. I don't want him pulled. I don't want him um, beat up and made fun of and chastised. I want him to get help. And that's where the church steps in. That's where doctor steps in. That's where society steps in. But here you go. You got a man dressed up as a woman who needs help and he's being used by some evil force as a tool to wedge in more non-biblical teachings into our country, into our military. That's all he is. He's just a tool. He's not the mastermind behind it. He's a tool. He's being used by something greater and more powerful than himself. It's not like he's Dr. Evil. Okay? But here you go. You got this guy dressed up like this, needs help, and he's talking about health of the country and the nation. Mental health. continue. I stand before you in this uniform ready to be a beacon in these dark days of COVID-19 working to serve you and this great nation. I am honored to serve as the first female four-star officer. Now he's calling himself a female. When they brought him on the woman 
the biological God-made woman called him a trans. Now, Mr. Levine is identifying himself as a woman. Of the U.S. Public Health Service Commissioned Corps, and the first openly transgender four-star well, so officer to serve across any of the eight uniformed services. This is a momentous occasion, and I am honored to take this role for the impact that I can make and for the historic nature of what it symbolizes. I stand on the shoulders of those LGBTQ plus individuals who came before me, both those known and unknown. See? I asked you earlier, where is Mr. Levine getting his, um, where is he getting his ethical and moral standard from? He's standing on the shoulders of the LGBTQ community. He's going to be a beacon. Translation. Boys and girls. Change your gender doesn't matter. Move in and move up the ladder. There's no restrictions. No one's going to treat you as if you need help. You can be whatever you want. You can be any gender you want. Even though God made you that way. And you can move up the ranks like I have. And it's just a happy, wonderful world. Right? Because that's why China just didn't make a, a uh, missile that can destroy <laughs> the Thanos missile. And go around the world and, and just hit you from wherever. And this is what we're putting up front. And you think America's a Christian nation? Come on. Come on. May this appointment today be the first of many more to come. Oh, what did I just say? May this be the more, many more to come. As we create a diverse and more inclusive future. You see, it's more inclusive if you have me here. Let me ask you something. If I, okay, so let's talk about diversity and inclusiveness then. If I went on that stage, and because and, they want inclusiveness and diversity, right? So that means all different types of people, right? Okay, so let's pretend that I have now been selected. And I went on there and said, I'm in charge of mental health, and I'm going to make sure that since the beginning of time that, that the, the belief of science and mental health was that men who thought they were women and women who thought they were men was called gender dysphoria. And, but that wasn't changed only to a few years ago. So what I want to do is I want to serve these people because these people need help. They need help. They have a higher suicide rate than the slaves did in the 1800s in the South. Think about that. That's a fact. And they need help. And they need Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to say the J word up there. They need help and they need to find Jesus Christ in their hearts. You think they'd be accepting of me saying that? Of course they wouldn't. But I thought the military, I thought America was this big Christian nation. I thought I thought we were. Oh, I can't say the J word on there? Oh, I can't talk about scripture? Because everything I just said is biblically, scripturally sound. It can be exegeted perfectly from Genesis to Revelation. 
That man is a man, woman's a woman. God made you that way. He knew you before the womb. And that it's a sin for man to dress like this. And it's a sin for a woman to dress like that. And homosexuality is a sin. But we're all sinners and that's why we need Christ. Oh, and Jesus is God. And he's the only way. And God, God has manifested himself as three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Spirit. And they're all eternal. Oh, I thought you were inclusive of all people. Oh, what you're really saying, what you're really saying is that inclusiveness means anybody but Christians. Because that's really what it is. If this was a Muslim, he'd be getting... Um, Praised. If he was uh, from a different country, a different ethnicity, it's never happened before. They'd be getting praised. Do you think if that was a black Christian male up there saying that he'd be he he would get treated like garbage, just like you would and I would? Because just because I'm Caucasian, it doesn't matter. Because they hate us because we are under Christ. I know some of my, uh, I got some of my, my best friends who so happen to have, be black. I'm not calling them black. But they so happen to be black. And they love the Lord. They get treated worse than anybody I've ever seen. And our black brothers and sisters over in Africa are getting destroyed and killed. So, if a black Christian went up there and said this, could you imagine? So they're not. So, so it's not just diverse. So when, the reason why I brought that up is because he said diversity. It's not, because even if it was a black Christian, they would destroy them. It's what you believe. That's what they want. And remember when Jesus said, the world, if the world's going to hate you, of course. Well, I mean, they hated me. What makes you think they're going to hate you? Let's keep going. It's almost over. Diversity makes us stronger. Each person has a different perspective and different strengths that they bring to make the whole community stronger. The top Yeah. But like I said, if I said what I just said up there, he would not be standing by my side saying, I obviously don't think I have a mental illness and I don't believe in Jesus Christ. However, I support whatever he has to say and think. He would not say that. The left would not say that. And that's not what makes us stronger. What makes us stronger is, yeah, it's just like Sunday school. The answer is Christ. The answer to Christ is everything. That's what makes you stronger. What makes you stronger is understanding that you are a sinner and you need to repent. What makes you stronger is reading God's word. That's what makes you stronger. Let's keep going. Time is now for our country to continue to move the bar forward for diversity. Ah.
So he wants to continue on this path. Imagine that. Of course he does. Of course he does. And I am proud to wear this uniform and answer that call. Earlier, I took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Now I pledge my commitment to you. I pledge to be a steward of the nation's health. I commit to you that I will be rigorous in my approach. I will follow the science to build a healthier future. I'm sure you will. Where we work to create an environment in which no one is left behind. The health of our nation is paramount. Everyone should be treated with love, respect, and compassion. Thank you. Well, yeah, of course we should, but you're stealing from the gospel. And why should everyone be treated that way? Again, where does he get his moral, ethical, objective standard that all people should be treated fairly and correctly and nicely and sweet and with compassion and all that other stuff? Where does he get that from? That is a Christian belief. It was absolutely radical at the time when Paul wrote in Galatians that neither Greek nor Jew nor Gentile, man free, slave, man, woman, were all one under Christ. It was absolutely radical. That is a Christian belief. So once again, we have the world with no objective standard stealing from our objective standard and trying to put it on their own. That's Once again, that's what they do. They just take little bits of pieces from all these other different beliefs and they form it on their own because they believe themselves to be in charge or there isn't a there isn't a, a judge it's just what they want and that's a god unto themselves i do not have an axe to grind against levine i have an axe to grind against the world because i'm not part of this world anymore i just live here and until the good Lord says, I'm going to live here. And I'm not going to just be quiet. I'm not. The world doesn't get to tell me how to think and how to feel. Christ does. And I have the objective standard through the scripture, which was divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. So, let me wrap this up. I hope and pray. And I'm going to do that now. I pray, Lord God, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, that Mr. Levine repent of his sins, get mental health, and come to you. I pray that he turns his life around and he accepts the way he was made. And in this position, he serves you. And I pray for anyone with mental health that's listening to this podcast finds love and compassion through their church and their family and through doctors and through the scripture. That's what I pray for. And I also pray for forgiveness of my sins. Because none of us are worthy. None of us may boast about being saved and repenting because that is a gift given to you that no man may boast I do not 
wag my finger down at Levine. I am unworthy to be saved. That's why I have grace. And I pray that Levine get grace as well. Thank you for listening.